0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to yet another installment of Ask PJ Braun here at Blackstone Labs headquarters. Hello. What up, y'all?
1: We missed last week, right?
0: Uh, last week, we did miss uh, because of Exotica. Exotica. Right. So last it's week, PJ time. was enjoying himself looking at probably giant wrecks and uh, other other great yeah, things. Or, or you were preparing to get on the flight. That's why we couldn't. Yes. That's why. There was... um.
1: There was a lot of uh, like
0: big stars at Exotica, but it was pretty tame. Yeah, I mean, I, I heard about the no nudity thing, and I was like, that doesn't sound no nudity and no alcohol, because I figured those two things
1: together, we're gonna make it a pretty like crazy time. But you know, no I, alcohol, yeah, no no booze. So like, there are people that smuggled booze in, right? Um, but like, I thought they'd be serving booze. Like, it'd be Why the would kind there of thing. be no booze? I don't know. I guess like something happened in Dallas at one of the Exoticas, and it's. I guess more of like a a Bible Belt area, and people like made a big scene about it and this and that. And they like went off on Exotica, and so I guess now they made it no, no booze. And so it was, it was like pretty tame, you know. I honestly felt it was more tame than like the Olympia in Vegas. I was gonna say, I feel like Vegas gets kind of crazy.
0: I was gonna say, I feel like even if you were at the Olympia, like, yo, we're doing shots over here, they'd be like, yeah, okay,
1: yeah. (laughs) Um, no, it was pretty, it was pretty tame, but um. A lot of, like, these different porn sites wrote that the Enticed Booth was the best booth there, which I thought was pretty cool. People were sending me links to it and shit. And we sold a lot of product. <clears throat> that was huh? the most product. <clears throat> excuse me. After the Arnold and the Olympia, that is the most product I've ever sold at a booth before. Really? Yeah, it was the weirdest thing. Like, I, I I didn't think that we were going to be selling product the whole entire time that we were there. Um, and so it, the girls were selling it, too, which I thought was hilarious. I was like, listen, if somebody comes over and starts asking you about the product, just be like, you know. PJ will answer your questions, and like you know, like different the different girls. Will be like I just sold one, and another <laughs> girl will be like I sold one too, and I like these guys will just buy anything that they that they say. You know? Right? Yeah, of course. I mean, I probably would. Though the guys come over, and it's so different than 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 in our world because in our world it's like ten bucks for an eight x ten, but everybody just takes like iPhone pictures, you know? Yeah. In their world, it's ten bucks for an iPhone picture, uh, and nobody questions it. Nobody says shit. Nobody nobody questions it. That's you want an eight by ten? That's twenty
0: bucks. That's hilarious. Yep damn i fuck dude i should really get into that yeah man it's way different way way different so i mean like how mm-hmm. how raunchy do you just want to start this podcast off like like right off the bat go Can right you, into it because i got a question i want to ask you mm-hmm. so a buddy of mine s- sent me a video he was like yo i don't know if you've seen this but you've got to see it okay. and i've honestly never seen anything like this before i mean and i've watched a lot of porn i've, I've scoured the internet my fair share of times mm-hmm. never seen a video of a girl eating her own pussy Oh, I've seen
1: this the other day. They had it on uh, Pornhub, I
0: think. And she like squirts
1: in her own face. She squirts in her own face. Dude, she, like, rubs it up. It's weird.
0: Holy yeah. fucking shit! There's actually
1: a few girls. That, like, if you click on that, there's a few girls that can do that. They're cam girls. Okay. It's like a thing now. <clears throat> wow. Chicks. Yeah. It's weird.
0: So I just saw that today, and I was like, "Wow!" I'm very grateful you sent me this because I would not know that this existed if it wasn't for him sending it. to Yeah. Outside of that, though, I don't know that I'd care to see it again. No, I mean, like, I like I said, I just like watched the one part, and I was yeah. like, "That's amazing," but. I just can't – how do you figure out that you can – you have to really want to yeah. to figure out that you could do that on your own. Well, these these weird, like, contortionist
1: chicks that can put themselves in these crazy positions, you know. That girl's probably just some sort of sicko that was like, I'm going to get a lot of money out of this. Um, is, is there Angela. a
0: reason to be a contortionist other than that? No. Like, <laughs> getting paid.
1: I mean, I hope she's getting paid good for that.
0: I mean, I don't know. I. Uh,
1: it's funny. I just, I just saw that, like, within the past few days. I literally have <clears> never <throat>
0: seen anything like it before. And I told my buddy, I was like – you have taught me something new about porn because I yeah. did not know this existed. Yeah, no, and, it, and it's funny because after
1: I watched that, I you know like they show you the other like similar scenes. And I found like three or four other girls that are all like around the same like positioning because I guess that's probably the only position you can be in when you do that.
0: Yo, you find one that does it doggy style, I'm gonna fucking mm-hmm. I'm paying her myself. That's scary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it did nothing for me though. Like as far as like turning me on. You know, oh no, sure. no, it was more so just like. Like watching the world's strongest man, like you know what I'm saying, or like the world's littlest lady. I love the littlest lady. It's like something you would find in like a circus tent. You're like, fuck, two two dollars to watch this girl eat her own pussy. Like, yeah, fuck, I'll watch that for a second. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, I I did watch it. You walk back out, you're like, that was fucking weird. It was very, it was, (laughs) it was, it was was like very like disturbing. I mean, like I'm, you know, it didn't make me uncomfortable, but she looked uncomfortable. She did look humble.
1: <laughs> then I started thinking, like, are there videos, like, if you look around enough, are there videos of guys sucking their own dicks?
0: Uh Probably. we did just go see Marilyn Manson. Yeah. So, probably not a, uh, which, just to clear the record, he never did that. No,
1: he never just did. Just
0: to clear that. the record, he never did that, and he he makes great music. So, get out of here.
1: Also, while we're on the subject of, I don't know why this is coming to my head right now, but feels like the right time to drop it out. Also, that was pretty funny earlier today when uh, Big Mike explained that the bidet thing was partly because he was gay.
0: Dude, I immediately walked from there into the call center and laughed my ass off with him. <laughs> I was like, yo, Big Mike just said that he prefers the bidet over the toilet paper just because, you know, shoots water in your butthole. yeah, I mean, he, he tried to not take that position first. He tried to not take that position, but it's really the only position you can take yeah. in this position?
1: Because I don't like that, and I'm not
0: a fan of it. It's just not something that I prefer. I mean, like, it's funny because when I told Billy, Billy was like, dude, the first time I ever I ever used one, he's like, I was dating this girl. And like, I used her bathroom a couple times, and I was like, I'm just keep thinking, wondering myself. I'm sitting there like, what the fuck does this little lever do? He's like, so one day I got curious enough, and I was sitting there, and I fucking pushed the lever. He's like, and that shit hit my asshole so fucking hard that I jumped right off yeah. the seat. I was like, what the fuck startles was that? You. <laughs> he was like, that shit was so cold.
1: Yeah, it startles you. I guess his is Mike's is like programmed on a warm
0: setting i was gonna say i think they have heated ones now <laughs> like the seat in your car <laughs> uh, anyway so now that we've gotten all the <coughs> vagina eating <clears throat> bidet questions bidet out of the way yeah. um we'll just mm-hmm. go ahead and 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 presume with regularly scheduled programming and, and do the questions that were sent in to us I have, by I have like cough cro- coughage frog in your throat yeah Ah, <clears throat> <coughs> oh, jeez. Wow. Uh, hello <laughs> sorry for anybody that's listening to this all loud <laughs> shit <laughs>
1: How to get that out?
0: Um, all right. Anyway, all so. right. So the first question comes from our boy Josh Kingsbury. It says, "Hey, again, fellas. Sorry about not being able to join the cyber bodybuilding contest. My financial situation has been in the dumpster. Life has been kicking my ass, but I'm not going to give up. My question isn't fitness related, but more of a life question. What type of financial approach do you use for yourself? I've been curious about using. I've been curious about using Save Ramsey, but." Is rather hear from someone. Rather, I'd rather hear from someone I look up to, and who is everything I aspire to be. First, thank you. If you don't feel comfortable answering, that's okay. Josh Kingsbury. Well, I'm not familiar with Dave Ramsey, but I work
1: with a financial advisor that I know very well. I went to school with him, so for me, when it comes to trusting somebody with your finances, that's that's tricky. You know, because the, obviously their job is to advise you the proper way, but there's always negative things that can happen this is when you get into your age and how conservative versus aggressive that you want to be typically when you're younger you make more aggressive moves when you're older you, try, you tend to get a little bit more conservative make sure that you got you know that that nest egg there um i personally um wouldn't be able to work with somebody that i didn't know well That's just the kind of guy that i am i wouldn't be able to just go like try a service or something um I don't want to speak on his behalf, but there's somebody that I know very well that figured that he would use this big service because they're a huge service and they must be good. And he gave them, you know, half a million dollars. And about a year later, he was like down like 10 grand. And I was like, well, so much for that big ass fancy service that you used. You know, I mean, he was only down 10 grand, but he was not up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, I know my guy I had a lot of success with, unfortunately. I had to use my brokerage account to pay off all my divorce, which thankfully, th- thank God, I had the brokerage account. Otherwise, I wouldn't. So, you're a young man. Um,
0: That's some financial advice right there. Start a brokerage account.
1: Yeah, start a brokerage <laughs> account. You know, you can start with a, a simple Roth IRA and go from there. Um, I don't even qualify for an IRA anymore. So, there's things that you can do when you're young that I suggest doing. Get involved in your 401k plan if you have the option for one. We have one here at Blackstone Labs. And um, put any little bit away that you can now because it all adds up in the end. You'll you'll be happy that you did it now. When you're young, it doesn't seem like anything. But once you're 40, 50, 60 years old, all those pennies, they add up big time.
0: Yep. All right. And uh, touch on that, man. I can't even trust myself with my money. How do I trust <laughs> somebody else with my money? It's very, very <laughs> difficult to trust somebody with your, with your money like that. I'm like, I, I look at money that I have, and I'm like, man – that's going to burn a hole right in my <laughs> pocket <laughs> all right next one comes again from josh, josh kingsbury he says hey guys here's a second question hope you don't mind this one is fitness related when it comes to gaining size what is the correlation between lifting heavy and gaining size i love volume and the pumps they bring but i'm worried i'm not lifting heavy enough i have the strength injury i have the strength injury worries me if i can continue to grow with as little heavy lifting as possible that would be awesome thanks fellas Heavy is a relative
1: term, so I don't think you need to be maxing out, like, single reps. I don't think that you need to be doing even sets of two or three. I mean, I think whatever you do, whatever rep range you're in, it should be as heavy as it can be in that rep range. So if you're training six to eight, it should be as heavy as you can possibly do with with decent form for six to eight. And if you're doing 12 to 15, it should be as heavy as you can for 12 to 15. So it's such a relative term, it's hard for me to specifically answer that question. So, like, if you're going in the gym you're like, why do sets of six to eight? So I'm training heavy. But then your twin brother is doing sets of 12 to 15 with heavier weight than you, but it's higher reps. So that doesn't really make sense. So it really comes down to how hard you're actually pushing, pushing the muscle fibers. Your, your muscles don't know what 20 pounds is versus 40 pounds. They just know when they can't work anymore.
0: You know, So if you go in and trash your muscles and you feed them the right way, they're going to grow. Same thing with your abs. Like your abs don't know that you did four sets of 25 versus one set. Of a hundred, yeah. Your abs don't they know, know when
1: you're eating donuts, though.
0: Yeah, your abs don't know, but your body knows that you're eating donuts. Like, your your body has no idea how much forty five pounds is. So if you're used to doing a forty five pound dumbbell curl, let's say, and then you go and you start doing a fifty five pound, like your body doesn't know that it's ten pounds more. It just knows that it's more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, I mean. If you're, if you're gaining strength, that's like, I've been out of the gym for a while. So now going back, like, everything seems so heavy to me, yeah. but I'm like determined to make all that shit light again.
1: But when you're, when you're coming back and you're, and you're making it all light again, do you consider that making gains or just getting back to where you were before? Exactly. You know? So it's, it's, it's all relative and you don't know how much you lost either. Cause you might've lost less than you think. Right. So you might be coming back faster than you think also. Yep. Again, it all comes down to just making the muscle work as hard as it can.
0: Yeah. That's why they tell you not to worry about the weight, just contracting the muscle as hard as possible. So the next one uh, comes from Kalum2. Says, So I got chosen one. I'm about four days in. I have gear support and eradicate and antigenin. Should I run all four together? Uh, yeah, yeah, why not? Always. <laughs> always. Always. That's a good stack there. Next one comes from Oscar. Says, Hello, PJ. My name is Oscar Lerma. I live in the Fort Lauderdale area. Area and have been conversing with Jenny. The reason I'm contacting you is because I have two separate TBIs, one from war in Iraq and the other from dumbass gang members attempting to use me as one of their gang initiations that didn't go well for them. With that said, those two injuries to my skull, it resulted in my pituitary not functioning anymore. So, needless to say, my fucking testosterone levels went to complete crap. I was sitting at 28 when I finally got blood work done. So, since I still serve in the Army and run a business and work full-time I have it been able to make appointments I haven't been able to make appointments mostly due to military service to include gornica reliefs relief duties which happen a lot in Florida so my question after all of that is do you have any suggestions that would help me in between my doctor visits that don't throw off my blood work or do you have Suggestions to alternative methods I can possibly do without having to go to my doctor, which I cannot always do. Or would you be able to take a look at my most recent blood work and suggest your awesome kick-ass supplements that would help me help me be just above average? I'm still in service, and I train jujitsu and still want to maintain my past energy and strength levels before all of this shit. Apologies for being so long-winded, man, and thank you in advance for any response. I'm sure you're busy as hell. I love your products I've used in the past. Wow.
1: That's a rough one. Uh, for those of you who don't know, TBI stands for a traumatic brain injury. And to have your pituitary gland wrecked, that's, that's awful because that's, that's regulating your hormones, uh, especially growth hormone. And so I think that the easiest way to go about it is to take Apex Male and growth. So you're taking a natural testosterone booster and a natural, natural growth hormone product. And you can stay on that stuff year-round. I would absolutely take a look at your blood work. I am not a doctor. I have a lot of knowledge of blood work and how it, how it can be read. Um, and so I have no problem doing that. Uh, but if you want an, uh, an easy, basic answer, that Apex male and and, and growth are going to be, you know, no matter what the blood work says, those are going to be what my solutions are going to be for you. There's other things you can do,
0: but those will address your issues. All right. <clears throat> Next one comes from our boy, Mike says, while at cryotherapy this week, I was talking to the owner about keto dieting and BHB salts. During the discussion, she asked me what my blood type is and asked if I had read anything about dieting for my blood type. So my first question is, have you heard about this? My second question is, what is your opinion of BHB salts? I've seen Dave Palumbo's explanation and why he feels that are useless, but I've also heard Dr. Rhonda Patrick and Dominic DiAgusto speak positively about them. What is the official PJ Braun stance? Respectfully, Mike Peskin.
1: Uh, well, um, I do, I am familiar with eating for your blood type. I think that it is, um, a bit of a fad. It's been around for a long time. I think it was a fad when it came out. Um, I think that a lot of people that may have tried it, it was probably something new that they tried and it perhaps worked for them at the time. I, it, in a layman sense, I understand why that it would make, <laughs> that it would make sense. Um, but something like a ketogenic diet should work for most people. It's regardless of your blood type. So what Dave's saying about the BHP salts, I always did my keto plans without the salts. Um, but there is tons and tons of literature on the on the salts, so I, I can't say that the, the other people, the doctor and the, the, the Augusto are wrong because there is a lot of great data on them. Myself personally, I actually support the data, but I haven't really used the salts myself. We were we were experimenting with them for a little while. When we wanted to put out a Blackstone lab's keto salt product just because I was such a big keto guy, and I was using um, a magnesium based uh, keto salt that was making me poop like crazy, and I was told that I would have to use a potassium source and that was very common with a magnesium base will make you like get the shits really bad huh. so I mean it was having that effect on me for sure um, and eventually I wound up just not using them and not not releasing that product so I think that you can do great without the salts. I mean, there's been people that that have used the salts forever. I think that they started becoming popular because people were going off of keto or like wanting to go off keto and getting themselves back faster, I suppose, with the salts. Um, But you don't need them to do an effective keto diet.
0: All right. Next one says, I'm getting ready for the BSL Cyber Bodybuilding Show. I want to make sure I'm on the right track. I'm a 50-year-old male, 5'6", 218 pounds currently taking the following supplements ubiquinol 300 milligrams twice a day vitamin c 2000 milligrams twice a day gear support three caps krill oil 2000 milligrams salmon oil 2800 milligrams three times daily multivitamin two caps daily eradicate three caps twice a day daily so six caps daily Orthobolic three caps am uh, adrenal care two tabs twice daily. Paraburn, one cap with meal two. Trojan horse at bedtime. Recomp, two caps, three times daily. Halo elite, four caps pre-workout. Five milligrams Cialis pre-workout. Resurgence intra-workout. VSL number three, one cap twice a day. 200 milligrams test sip weekly. 150 milligrams test sublingual daily. Three use serastim Following the man's Following the, the men's Beat PJ diet using isolation for my shakes. One hour fasted cardio. Is there anything I should add or delete? That is like the ultimate perfection right there. I mean, I don't, I don't really know what, what you could do to add to that. Dude, like, I,
1: I'm training for Mr. Olympia, right? Yeah, all the way down to the double of the trophies that I do. Yeah. Um, God bless. Maybe I got to up mine. Jesus. Um, I only do one of those bad boys a day. I no, mean, looks spot on good to me. You can add some Tudka in there. I take 300 milligrams of TUDCA twice a day. That's just extra liver care. I also take a product called um, liver care by Himalaya. Um, I'm all about being aggressive uh, with taking care of the liver because of my past with my liver. Um, and if you want to get some glutathione injections when you can, uh, IV is the way to go with that. You can do a push. You don't have to sit and do the IV the way that I was all the time. Um, and you can go intramuscular. You just have to do it more often if you go intramuscular. But everything that you're doing looks really good. looks very thorough.
0: Um, yeah, I got to say, man, if you're remembering to dose these uh, on time every day and you you got it down to a schedule, like... Yeah, <claps> impressive. Because I can impressive. barely remember to take my test every Listeners, week. Listeners, <laughs> those are the, the, the types of wax and Labs uh, cycles that y'all need to be on. I mean, like, I literally, like, it gets to, like, Thursday and I'm like, shit, I was supposed to take my pin on Monday. <laughs> Brett had a dude... <laughs> Brett had a customer... Text him today. Uh, sorry. Wow.
1: The migraine. Okay. I that's not. I'm not letting that not get me over there. Yeah, no. But
0: it's like it's like 15 minutes to be there. Yeah, we'll we'll be right. It's right across the street. Okay. Um. We'll speed round it. So, uh, Brett had a customer text him today and tell him. Every supplement he plans on taking for the next year, <laughs> like January this, February this, March this, did he purchase and then, the supplements? I don't know if he's purchased them Ooh. yet or if it's just the plan to, purchase, to purchase all of them. You're to listen to that, dude. It, if he purchases all this at once, like you're gonna see it because it's gonna like send an alert to your yeah. phone or some shit because it's gonna be ridiculous. He's like. Like, August, tighten the F up stack. September, tighten the F up stack. And I'm like, dude, this guy knows what he's taking next. Why August. did you want to lay it all out to him? I don't know. Hmm. Brett just showed it to me, and I was like, that guy's going places. I looked at Billy. I was like, this dude's doing better Never than have. you. I was like, you don't know what, what kind of anabolics you're going to be taking next August, do you? He was like, I don't. And I was like, see? The customers way ahead. I like even. that. I had, I had, you know what I think is funny? Um,
1: I had a, a guy and a girl come up to the booth. It's like one of the stupidest things that you can ever ask somebody in the booth. And they looked at the enticed, and they, and they looked at it, and they kind of made a face and looked at me and go, is this shit any good? <laughs> just like that. And I go, nah, it's, it's bullshit. It's actually trash. I go, I go, I literally just went, nah, it's bullshit. And the guy goes, oh, I respect your honesty. And as they were walking away, I go, it's my fucking company. <laughs> and they were like, oh, oh, I thought you were being serious. I go, do you really think that anyone would sit here and be serious and say that? And they were like, oh, I mean, we didn't know it was your company. And I'm like, no, nah, but like, let's say somebody paid me to do it. That'd be pretty douchey of me to sit here and say it sucks. Like, hey, they're paying me to be here, but it's the fuck all this shit. Beat it. <laughs> I don't want them to think I'm selling it or anything like that. Yeah. And I, then I explained it to them. And they were like, oh, cool. You know, but like, did they think that I was going to like give them anything other than a positive answer?
0: Well, I mean, like, I don't know. Sometimes people like when I was in the call center, people would ask and be like, man, you know, I know you work there, but like, is it any good? Like, they were just waiting and for And you are just like, nah. Like they I just had nothing to do today. I figure I'd answer this call. That's what I'm saying. It's like they're waiting for me to be like. I don't know wh- where I am right now. It's, it's like they want me to say, like, actually, dude, there's <laughs> nothing in these capsules. They're all empty. When you, you ever notice how light they feel when you take them? There's nothing in them, bro. It's air. <laughs> oh, thank God you finally told me over the phone through the call center from the company that I'm asking if it's real. Thank God you finally told me all your secrets so I can go somewhere else. What? <laughs> what planet has this ever worked for? Take your ass over to GNC. Yeah. like that, that it'll help
1: you more than I am right now.
0: once that time you walked into GNC, you were like, hey, uh, what what can I take to like build muscle? And they're like, nothing. They're like, wait. They're like, what
1: day is it? Uh, multivitamin today.
0: Yeah. Actually. Just multivitamins. Today is a multivitamin. I get a dollar, by the way, <laughs> if you buy it. <clears throat> $1.25 if you buy two. <laughs> All Do you right. have a gold card? <laughs> Did, <laughs> Did I sell you a
1: gold card last month? Cause you know you can have more than one gold card. You can never have too many.
0: Bro, I wasted so much money at GNC when I was younger. Yep. Like, I gotta have this gold card so I get my subs cards. cheaper. On Super Tuesday. Yep. They got me so many, so many times I went there and spent so much money and would come home with all these supplements to put on my counter and be like, this is gonna get me big. Yep. Finally gonna be big, now. I fought for that shit too. Just spent 500 bucks. T-shirts. Finally gonna be big. Cell t-shirts
1: like 880% better than regular creatine. I'm like, damn, I'm gonna grow 880% faster. Hell yeah. Like, how, how, like, what number is that? That's anymore?
0: what I need, you know? That's def- I definitely need 880% faster.
1: <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Turns out 880% is only like four days. You're going like four days faster than you would've. still gonna take you seven years. Thank fucking God I'm taking
0: this product, though, because I'm already going for seven years. I really don't have time to waste those last four days. You can days. shave, like, the last four days off. I would much when rather When you're 30, you'll be big. I would much rather do that than not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question says, I noticed that I sweat a lot with Halo Elite. Yes, you do. I do. <laughs> I take four pre-workout. I recently gave three to a friend of mine at the gym. He said the same thing. What causes this? It's just boosted androgen levels make you sweat more. That's just part of it. Gains. Like when women get those hot flashes. It's gains, brah. Yeah, whenever women are getting hot flashes, little do you know, they're actually very, very androgenic at the time. <clears throat> so the next question comes from our girl, Jen. Jen Yuri? Yep. Ah. She said, thank you again for all you do. Oh. I will tell you every email that your time and your knowledge and sharing it with us is what sets you apart from any other business fucking successful business owner. I know, and it's why you will continue to be successful and have us support you and your brand. Plus your products are the best. Okay. So, so, I know that you're doing intermittent fasting and I know about training fasted, but how do you justify not being worried about losing muscle when you're waiting so many hours after training to eat? I believe you do training at like 5 or 6 in the morning and then cardio after and then you don't eat again until like 6 o'clock. So how can you explain not being worried about losing? This is a personal question. Do you have a number on the scale, scale that you're looking for for me to get up to before we say that it's time to do a little cut? I know my I know you know my main focus is legs I'm not afraid of the number as long as I keep getting rid of practically gone and never get back the cellulite I don't need to be ripped i really I'm really enjoying this little fluff p s so is hubby just want my ah. legs and booty to be bigger than my back and shoulders. Thanks again love the b s l family love Miss Rissa, and mad at you, Josh, for not working the Tuesday. I was there, and so upset I missed meeting Jared, Aww. but I love that it was. I love that it was because we were so busy doing product videos, and I'm truly honored and humbled that you wanted me involved. Hope to come back and meet everyone and do more. Hope the videos are killing it. If you think you can, or you think you can't, either way, you're right.
1: Those videos actually were doing doing good with the female audience, which is very important.
0: Um. All right, so let's take it from the
1: top. Am I worried about losing muscle? No. Honestly, my real answer: I don't fucking even care. I don't. I'm like, I want to be skinny so bad. I'm just trying to be squirted. Like thin is in, in my book. Like, like to me, somebody the other day was like, uh, 220 is the, 220 is the new 270, he said. And he he was like, looking like you looked back in, uh, like 2010 or some shit. And I was like, yeah, considerably smaller. And he goes, nah, bro, 220 is the new 270. And I was like, you know what? I like that. I'm going to, I'm going to roll with that for a little while. So that is my opinion. 220 is the new 270. Um, And when I was at the – and a lot of people are going to think that this is going to come out the wrong way, so I'm going to word this carefully. When I was at the after party in the Dominican Republic, there were a lot of very good pro bodybuilders there, Uh, guys that I'm friends with, guys that are legends, and they were jacked, way more jacked than me. You're a legend, mate. But as I looked around, I looked at all of them, and I realized I actually, with exception to my shitty shoulders, would rather look how I look now than how they look currently. And I'll explain why all of them are impressively big. However, they don't look functional or quote unquote healthy and fit by what I think society's like standards are. And so for me, when I saw myself in a video, I was like, damn, I look pretty fit. I look like I could go and like run with a football and catch a Frisbee and jump around and shit. You know, like all
0: the shit the dudes on uh, men's physique are doing. But yeah, just, you know, better.
1: And I, like, you know, I didn't think I looked small, but I think I, I looked, like, athletic, I suppose, is, like, a, a good look. and Functional. Um, functional. Yeah, functional is, is good. Functional. And I, I, I realized, like, the older I get, the more important that is to me. Like, I think a, an ultimate compliment would for me to be, like, at the beach and somebody be like, wow, that guy's in good shape, you know? R- versus up until four or five years ago when I would go to the beach, people would look at me and be like, well, that guy's on steroids. Right. I think I'm probably going to have a hard time losing the whole steroid thing. But I think I'm a lot farther away from it. Than you were, yeah. And, and, and I'm pro-steroids. You all know that. Yeah. But it's just a certain look that when I look at those guys, I'm like, man, they look like they're on a lot of steroids. And I don't mean that in a, in a bad way. It's just a much different look these past few years versus like the Arnold time period. If everyone was walking around looking like Arnold in that now. Frank Zane. I'd be like, cool. But they're not. They're just blocky, thick, freaky, jacked up dudes. And I honestly, people are like, it's cause you can't look like that. And I, you're right. I can't, but I actually don't want to. Yeah. Like if I could sit and spend my time trying to look like that again, I wouldn't. I'm actually trying to keep scaling myself down more and more. And I want to be aesthetic as possible. I'm far more interested in a Frank Zane type of look, you know, than a Dorian Yates type of look.
0: It's funny because, um, you know, we just joined that new gym, and I was in there the other day uh, by myself without Tara, and I see there's, like, this dude that's probably, like, 55-ish, and I mean, like, he is ginormous for an older man. Like, Mm -hmm. he's fucking way taller and way bigger than me, like, twice as wide, definitely over 250, like, huge motherfucker, over six feet tall, like, just a big motherfucker, and he's old. You can tell by his face that he's old. Mm -hmm. So... He's, like, working out, and he just has this – he's actually working out with what I believe to be his son and his daughter. Um, The girl was, like, a a cute little blonde girl, maybe, like, 20, 21 years old, really, really cute. And then the son was probably, like, 14 or 15 years old and, like, overweight, definitely awkward. Like, you could tell dad was, like, get your ass in there, change his shit. So the whole time I could not look away from the the grouping of those three because I was like, dude, this girl is so hot, and this dude is so – strangely mutilated, like, deformed looking, and I guarantee it's probably because he was, like, a 270, 280 pound monster when he was younger. And his body just can't fucking go back to what it was Mm -hmm. because he's tall already, and he got so fucking big that now he doesn't look... Right. right. It almost looks like, you know when like like the famous black girls get way too big of an ass and you're like that doesn't even look human. Yeah. Like you don't look right. It's too big because it doesn't look like a human ass. He didn't look inhuman, but you could tell that his body was so crazy at one point that what it shrunk down to is just unattractive looking. Yeah, I it's mean, just very disgusting. And I'm sitting there staring at him and I'm like, how did this dude make such a pretty little girl? How is like half of his genetics somewhere hidden inside of her? And then all of a sudden like 45-year-old really hot mom walks yeah, over and then know. she's blonde. I was like, that's, that's, right. that's how you did it. You found really, really good genetics good to pair him, up though. with. Yeah, great for him. But I can't see myself ever... Coming up on sixty years old, looking mutated from steroids yeah. in my twenties. I'm
1: pretty like broken anyway, and I stopped when I was thirty. So if I kept on going and just tearing things more and beating breaking myself You'd down really more and more, yourself. you know, I I would be because I'm already a mess. You know, I'd be I'd be a fucking you know, I don't want to be all crippled like how Ronnie Coleman is
0: now, you know? That's another thing. He, you could tell by the way he was moving that he definitely got aches and pains. And you can tell, like, he's so big for his age. He's, like, out of breath. And, like, yeah. even just, like, moving the pin, he was, like, oh, You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, that's cool. I'm sure you were a monster in your day. But, like, I don't want to be 60 years old. Like, fuck, I wish I had made this choice. <laughs> Um, um reread Jen's questions
1: to me because there's multiple questions. As far as her weight, I'm I'm going all by the by how she looks. Okay. We're 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 balancing out her hormones, we're correcting some things that needed correcting, getting rid of that cellulite. Um and we're in a little bit of a cruise control right now. I want to keep her calories high, so I don't mind her with a little bit, bit of fluff. And she holds her weight great. She's very solid, so I'm not I'm not worried there.
0: Um, what think, else was she asking? I think those were the only two questions was, yeah. uh, if you're worried about losing muscle and if there was a number on the scale that she, you know what I'm for. on
1: steroids, you know? So it's like, if I was completely natural, maybe I would be experimenting differently with like creatine and BCAs and things like that to, to be preserving the muscle. But the way I see it is I'm eating until midnight, right? I'm eating a lot of fucking calories until midnight. And then I'm training at, like, 7 in the morning, like, as soon as I get up. So it's not like I burned anything off. They're just sitting in my system. So I'm burning that stuff off while I train. And then I do my cardio. And I'm active for the day. And so I suppose I'm breaking muscle down. And if I keep on going, like, let's say I just keep on going and, and I don't stop. And the next thing you know, I'm, like, 180 pounds. Well, then, yeah, I definitely lost a lot of muscle. That's not what I'm trying to do. But there will be a point where I start to hit a plateau, which I might be in now because I rebounded a little bit this past weekend that I'm not happy about. And I'm up a little bit in weight, which I, which I'm – bummed out about but we'll see how uh, you know having a few days back together goes with it and, w- and where we go from there for now though i feel great and i'm sticking with it
0: and um you have my sincerest apologies that i did not get to meet you jen um you know sometimes the stars don't align correctly but yeah. i'm sure they will for us soon how many questions do we have uh two more all right let's do all right, we can speed around them. Yeah, we got, we got like seven minutes. Next one comes from Keith. He says, "Hey guys, a quick, few quick questions for you. Suggestion on time, uh, suggestion for time on PCT between cycles. My particular case is going to be a transition from a bulk to a cut this time around. Cut cycle this time around will be T3, Winnie, and Trend A. Mm-hmm. What are your suggested doses? Uh, suggestions for Trend cramps besides the usual taurine, niacin, potassium, or should I just stick to those basics? So Thanks. it's T3, Winnie." trend
1: a t3 i would start at 12.5 mcgs do before bed nobody else is going to tell you to do that a gorilla chemist might uh and then see how you are after a week if you like the way you're dropping or not that's very very mild you probably want to go to 25 don't ever increase it in more than 12.5 mcg increments you should not ever need more than 50 um the trend a you can go 50 to 100 milligrams Daily if you want. I mean, I found that the lowest side effects for me were at a daily dose. I I was doing 50 milligrams daily. When I was in my hardcore bodybuilding years, I've done up to 100 milligrams daily, like close to shows. I don't think you need to do that with where you're you're at. Winstrol, if it's injectable, you'll do it every other day. If it's oral, you'll do 50 milligrams daily. I do think that you should have some testosterone in there, though, even if it's a low dose of sipinate. Um, I don't think that you should abandon the testosterone as far as PCT. If you're doing that, that right after a bulk, you don't need to have a PCT in between. You would do the PCT after, but you're doing all fast acting stuff. So you'd want to start the PCT within days after taking your last shot of the trend or the windstraw. You'd want to go into it pretty fast. Um, and the T3, you've got to taper off of it the same way that you go up. So if you work yourself up to a dose over a period of two or three weeks, you should work yourself down for a period of two, three, two or three weeks as well suggestions for trend cramps some people get them some people don't um taurine helps a lot and um i find it's it, this is interesting that l carnitine and tartrate form taken with it makes makes a big difference uh two thousand milligrams twice a day it kind of like blunts a lot of the side effects makes everything work really good it does you know l carnitine tartrate works for a lot of things it's a good fat burner it's good natural energy there's a lot of positive that comes from that just basic cramping though taurine will help a lot um make sure you're hydrated a good mineral supplement will help magnesium uh calcium zinc if you're deficient in any of those you're going to cramp so
0: suggestion for pct length between a bulk to a cut
1: uh that's really up to you you can do 4 weeks you can do 8 weeks it depends on how long you want to be in that pct for i know guys that just go back and forth for forever you know also depends on how long you were on for yeah that's also a big factor
0: if you're on for 16
1: weeks then and you what come were off you on two. with were you on with a lot of orals that are out of your system fast or were you doing like sustenant, you know
0: yeah, if you're on for 24 weeks, then you come off for two.
1: If you're on for a long time, let's say you're on for more than – to me, like three months is a fast cycle. So let's say you're on for more than like four, five, six months. Let's say you're on for a year. Your PCT should be like a solid eight, ten weeks. Like you should come down slow and steady, clean yourself out for a while, and then get back on the right way. If it's if it's like a three-month thing,
0: then four weeks you should be good. you got a good one to finish out with. All right. <clears throat> Someone comes from Austin Phillips. He says, what's up, PJ and Josh? A little deviation from the standard fitness question here. What is the creepiest slash scariest thing that has ever happened to you and or Josh? I've got a few, but one that comes to mind aside from a few night check terrors I've had before was when I was maybe seven or eight. I had just gotten to bed and it couldn't have been more than 30 minutes before I started to hear what sounded like a bunch of clocks ticking. <laughs> I started I tried to ignore them, but they just kept getting louder and louder and louder until finally the sound went completely silent. After maybe three seconds of the ticking sound stopping, I felt something grab my leg, and I screamed for my dad. He came running, and that was the end of it. It never happened again. Anything from y'all? Side question. What is your favorite Slipknot song? I'm a fan of their older stuff, so it's Disaster Piece for me. Wow! Hearing- In my head, I was like, Disasterpiece. <laughs> wow. <laughs> love hearing
1: these podcasts. Y'all have a great day. That's cool. <laughs> that is actually my favorite song, too. I fucking love Disaster Piece. I'm going to actually make sure I listen to that later. So here's what we're going to do right now on this one. This is going to be a special ending to this show. <laughs> I myself have had a lot of creepy ass weird things happen to me over the years, but I cannot pinpoint one specific one right now, mostly because I'm about to chop somebody's head off and I'm going to go and do that right now. So I'm going to say goodbye and let Josh close it out. Cause I know he's got some good stories for you guys. So I'm going to say goodbye, and Josh, you can close this out however you want. Finish it as fast or as as, as slow as you want. I'm going to be right back. Okay. But I'm going to get paid, basically. I feel you. Um, and I'm not getting ducked out of this. So No. Nah. We'll talk about this probably on another video. <laughs> go, go get that out. So, yeah. Enjoy, everyone. Uh, I'm sure there'll be questions about what I'm going to do. We'll talk about that on the next one. I'm glad to be back. We should be back again next week, I think, too. Absolutely. All right. Well, you handle the weirdness, and I will be back. All
0: right. Peace out. Bye for you. All right, so I'm not quite sure. I think I might have told this story on here before, but hands down, the creepiest, scariest thing that's ever happened to me before was I went out uh, way, way out west into the sugarcane fields of South Florida um, one night with three buddies of mine we went out in two trucks uh chevy s10 that was jacked up about 10 inches on some big old mud and tires and a older ford bronco that uh you know like the removable top and all that stuff and um so we went out there to shoot shoot a couple of guns we just went out to go and get some some privacy and where we couldn't hurt anybody and you know nobody would come and arrest us so we went out to go shoot some guns out in some sugarcane fields and you know we went out there and started shooting and We were being delinquents and, you know, riding, standing in the the bed of the pickup truck while we were mudding and shooting an AK-47 and just being little shitheads, and uh, sure enough, we got the Chevy stuck, and so we we got a Chevy that was taller than me, stuck in mud so deep that it was actually below my chin, and uh, it was so, needless to say, it was in that hole pretty deep, and um, so we climbed out of the truck and walked back over to the Ford, and we used some tow straps to pull the truck out, ended up getting the Ford stuck. So that didn't go too well. So then we were freaking out because mosquitoes the size of uh, limes come out at night when you're out there. And uh, they were they were getting ready to start hitting us pretty good because the sun was going down. So we decided it would be a good idea to steal a tractor. And uh, we stole the tractor, and then we got the tractor stuck. Well, I'm not really sure if it broke down or if, or if we uh, did something to – make it stop working, press the secret button or something, but just stop working. Um, And so the two that owned the trucks decided they were going to stay with their trucks until morning. And uh, the two that did not, which was me and my buddy Chris, shout out Chris Henson. And uh, we decided we were going to go and uh, walk to the nearest street and hopefully find some cell phone signal and get picked up by my mother. So we walked down uh, this road. We started walking around the time that the sun was setting. we walked down this road for like, uh four hours or so so by the time we those four hours had passed we probably um it it was very dark it was pitch black out there and um so absolutely pitch black middle of the night like i don't know it was probably like midnight or so and so we, uh, we're walking, and the only light that you can see is the light of the headlights that are on the cars off in the distance on the horizon from, like, you know, there was a highway way off. I mean, miles and miles and miles from where we were. The the, the lights were so small, it looked like stars on the horizons, basically. And uh, we were walking forward and talking and just, you know, wondering when we were ever going to get to a place that we could get cell phone signals so I could call my mother. And uh, all of a sudden, uh, a light from those lights off on the horizon turned onto the street that we were on and it started heading in our direction. And for 20 or 30 minutes, we talked about this light that was coming towards us and didn't know if it was going to be a car or a truck or whatever. And as it got closer and closer, um, it didn't ever split into two lights. Like, you know, a car, you know, off in the distance looks like a single light. And then as it gets closer, it splits into two headlights. So that never happened. So I was actually on the phone with my sister at the time. And, the, the car is getting closer and closer, and it was actually the coldest night in Florida that night uh, of the year. And so it was very cold outside, and the, um, the light was getting closer, and as it got closer, it got brighter. And as it got brighter, we got warmer. The light actually started to warm the front of our bodies, and it actually got so bright and so hot when it came closer to us that we both had to cover our eyes and look away. Because it was literally blinding. And when I mean to tell you that this was a blinding light, it's not just like it was blinding our eyes because it was bright. It was literally illuminating everything in that cane field for miles. Like all of a sudden you could see for miles down the rows of the sugarcane fields and – it was like bright LED light. It wasn't like sunlight. It wasn't like the sun being out. It was like feeling the warmth from the sun, but from like a tanning bed almost. So this light starts moving what seems to be very fast in our direction as it starts getting brighter and warmer. And it starts warming the front of our bodies. And I have to cover my eyes while I'm on the phone with my sister and to, to stop it because it hurts so bad. It was so bright. And... I remember telling her, hold on. I don't know what is going on right now. And she's like, what are you talking about? Who's in the car? What What are you seeing? And I told her, it's just an insane, an insanely white, bright light. And it came all the way up to our faces and just disappeared without a sound and put us back into complete and total darkness. No sound ever happened. No sound was ever heard coming up to us. The light was on the road that we were on for 20, 30 minutes until it came up very close to us and then just disappeared. There was... Like, if you've ever been in a dark room for a long time and then you turn the lights on, you know how, like, your eyes take a second to adjust to the light. Well, it was so bright when it got to us that when it went black, it was pitch black. So, like, our eyes hadn't adjusted to the light yet. And when we finally could see again, there was nothing around us. There was nothing. There was no one. It wasn't a motorcycle. It wasn't a car. It was absolutely inexplainable and to this day me and that friend have no idea what it was that came and made its way over to us to say a quick hello but we um shortly after were picked up by the sheriff and he proceeded to drive us in the opposite direction which we had just walked for four hours and then told us to get out and he was going to let the alligators and the coyotes eat me and um told us we were never going to get home So then we proceeded to walk four more hours back in that direction that we just walked in and finally made it to a road and finally got picked up. And of course I told my mom this story and I mean, she believes me, I suppose, but what is there to believe? There's, there's no explanation for what happened. It was either aliens or some crazy government testing of a new something. (laughs) So that's what i got for you austin i hope you guys enjoyed my story i'm sorry if i've told that on here before that's hands down the craziest thing that's ever happened to me so i tell that story a lot um most people don't believe me but definitely saw aliens was not abducted was not probed so um i'm gonna go try to catch up with pj and see uh i'm gonna try and catch the beheading of where he's going it's not not far from the office so i'm gonna end it on that note and leave you guys like we always do with a peace out bye